Welcome to Smart Branding, a podcast dedicated to branding, naming, and domain names. I'm Tatiana Bono, and with my guests, we try to help you create and grow strong, memorable, and meaningful brands online. I believe time is one of our most precious assets, and so I want to thank you in advance if you decide to spend the next 30 minutes with us. I promise to do my best to make those worth it. Let's go. So today I have the pleasure to talk with Catherine Downs. Catherine has over 25 years of marketing and communications consulting experience, and she recently set up Ask Catherine, where she helps entrepreneurs run successful marketing and communication without the huge resources of large corporations. Thank you. Thank you for making the time, Catherine. No, you're welcome. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Let's start with a little bit of a background, as always. So yes, I'm currently living in New Zealand, but you can probably tell from my accent that I'm I'm English. <laughs> and I moved moved to New Zealand oh, about eight years ago. I came over, I applied and got a job over here. And that was, you know, fantastic. So I did a very good sort of four or five years. And then I decided just as the pandemic started, that I could <laughs> start up my own business. <laughs> so it's been yeah it's been a challenge but it's been fun and I've really enjoyed it and you know I've met so many other people who also started businesses in the pandemic so for some people it it sounds a bit strange a really you know silly time to start but it's not when Mm. you think about online growth and you know through Instagram for me and LinkedIn um, it's been really positive and that's how I found clients so so yeah and my experience is in branding. So just going back um, a stage, I worked in, have worked in universities for most of my life doing student recruitment and marketing. So I've rebranded to universities oh. and I've recruited the students for, the, you know, for those universities, not just at home students, but also internationally. So I've traveled extensively. And worked, you know, in a lot of different countries. So, yeah, it's certainly given me a lot of experience and mm. and a lot of yeah. Really, I get to know how people tick, you know. So mm. I can communicate with people on different levels, and I just I really enjoy sharing my knowledge as well. So you know, it's, yes, I've got a business, and the idea is to make money, but at the same time, you know, it's good to just give out tips and hints as well. So. Mm. Um, I've got, yes, quite a spread, I guess, in terms of my clients. I didn't actually know that about the recruiting students for universities. Honestly, like as you were saying it, I'm thinking if you can, because that's quite a decision for somebody to decide, okay, I'm going mm-hmm. to that university. It's literally like going to stick with you and define pretty much how your life goes after that. Like it's a huge decision. So if you manage to convince people to choose one university after another, I think like the rest of the marketing is a piece of cake for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And it's also um, an expensive decision for people Mm. as well. So they are weighing up, you know, the pros and cons. And now it it is about the added extra that they'll get at university as well. So, you know, Mm. you're talking about funding, um, whether they're going to get scholarship, how long the course is. So, you know, a lot of universities have tried to condense their programs as well. So it's not no longer a three or four year degree, um, mm. but they're trying to do it in a shorter period. So, yes, it's been quite interesting. And it's, it's quite, a, well, it's a very competitive marketplace 
But yes, you're right. Your university, where you go, does define you because mm. you spend so much time there. And that's where you make a lot of your friends and you go on to become, you know, and you find your work colleagues. And yeah, it's very important. How did you pick the name as Catherine? Oh, you'll laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't do I didn't do a lot of research. <laughs> and it really was one of those wake up in the middle of the night moments and <laughs> oh that's that's what I might call it. Ask Catherine. That <laughs> kind of makes sense. And so I tossed it around for I know. Um I tossed it around a few people and sort of got some feedback and I thought about it for a while. I couldn't find anything else that sort of would stick as well. And it really mm. was, it was about me. You know, I'm sort of very essence of the brand and, you know, the name Ask Catherine. It just, mm -hmm. yeah, it's worked and it's memorable. People remember it, um, which mm. is great. No, I like it. It's personable and, and it also, it's not like, People sometimes do that when they're naming their, their brand. Like that's one thing, obviously, if you you have to make the choice whether the brand is just about you or you're thinking of doing something mm. else in the future. So in your case, clearly it's just mm. centered around you. But people often time would do like, uh, I don't know, Catherine marketing, and then you're just limited to that. So in, in that case, as you've chosen Ask Catherine, it's like, you can decide to do anything in the future. And, and I know. Applies. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the things I was thinking about is because I plan to launch online courses in January, um, which mm. will be around social media and certainly for new people starting on social media. So obviously we'll, we'll be part of what I do, but some of the other work I do is copywriting and um, branding and general sort of marketing mm. advice and strategy. So yes, it does cover a lot of things without sort of sticking you down too much mm. and making it, you know, that you're in one area that you can't just escape from. So, mm. yeah, it's been good. And you have been so in, in marketing for, for over 25 years. How do you feel it has changed over time, especially like the, the social networks and coming and going and changing? Yes. So, I mean, the principles have stayed the same, really. You know, it, it's about creating awareness and interest and, you know, you've got your funnels. But perhaps the method, the process is slightly different. I mean, you do have many more channels now than you ever had before. And you certainly have to think about different age groups. So, mm. you know, for example, on Facebook, it will be an older age group than it is on Instagram. And then you've got TikTokers, you've got Snapchat is still a thing, you know, so you have to think of all. And certainly when you're when I've been working in student recruitment, that's been key to our work. So it hasn't just been about, I suppose, 20 years ago, it was very much about producer prospectus. So you'd get this really mm -hmm. thick publication and then you'd print far too many of them. And so you'd have a lot <laughs> to throw away at the end of the academic year. Um, and now, yeah. you know, it's, a, it's about, they went through putting them on CD-ROMs and things, but now it's, it's very much about, being able to ask the question online and get an answer immediately. So wherever you are in the world, so mm. whether it's on their Facebook page or they're using bots or whatever, but you know, people, customers expect to get an instant response now. It's not sort of, oh, it's gone 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. on a Friday. I won't be able to talk to anyone till Monday. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's very much business is all ours and you need to understand that. And also, I think, I think one of the big changes in consumer behavior is about the, is about the attention span. 
Mm. So, and, and I see it in myself as well. My attention span is much shorter than it used to be. And I, you know, get a website to download, you know, in, in a second. I don't want to wait yeah. two or three seconds. Yeah, I expect, you know, yeah, to see, to get my information quickly. I don't want to have to read reams and reams of paper. I want to, you know, take bullet points. That's mm. what, then I can understand and, and, move, and move on. And that's, yeah, very much how people have evolved if you like now i had some flashbacks uh, as you were talking about speed and it's so true i'm like like now you open something and even if it's something you wanted you you're looking for it you want to get to that website like two three seconds and you're like okay i can do that i can deal with that i'll go and find another one i'll go to another website yes. <laughs> and it, it feels like it wasn't so long like you would wait for you know, do you remember the thing like where it dials up to, to connect oh, to the yes. internet and then like oh it's loading i'll go and you know make myself a coffee <laughs> because yeah. you know it's loading it's just crazy and and that's, that's take ages yeah absolutely and now we're like so impatient it's true it's true. it's it's not like we yeah. have more things to do is it i don't know <laughs> i don't like, know i think we we have lots of smaller bits that we you know we do take information in real small bite sizes and it's I yeah guess, it's just yeah. the way the brain works now i think is that's what mm. we're used to and it's it and is really it's, interesting and the psychology behind people absolutely. you know and, and i think that impatience as well it's not just online but you'll see it when you're out mm. as well i think pe people just don't like waiting anymore and mm. you know if you're in a car park in the queue oh to get into the car park <laughs> You know, like... <laughs> I live on a pretty central street. To tell, talk to me about cars. There's like, they're, I mean, so, sometimes they're beep. And I'm like, where, where, what? I, I mean, are you an ambulance? If you're not an ambulance, it's just traffic. It's normal. Like, some gonna go quicker if What's you're beeping this person crossing. You know, like what? Like, let's, let's run over this person. Oh my god! Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> People rush to overtake you, and then they're only just in front of you for the next exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, we're probably all guilty of it to some extent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm kind of wondering because we, we have some memories of how it was before those short attention spans. I have a feeling, but uh, like, I'm, I'm wondering how are the younger people going to deal with that? Like, maybe they'll figure it out, yeah. do it better, or maybe for them, it's. I mean, my my nephew, he's 11, and mm. I saw him in the summer. He's he's in the UK, um, but yes, you just give him a tablet or a phone and mm. he's instantly knows how to work it whereas mm. you know it would have taken me quite a while to get my phone set up and my and youngest just, the way they do yeah. yeah absolutely my youngest is um seven now and when she was born and like she was little she, she literally could use a phone before she could speak like no like she knew how to That's unlock insane. it she knew how to unlock it and where to go like she knew the icons for the apps like with animations or whatever yes I'm like Wow. So that's yeah, scary, that's gonna be that's gonna be funny. And and literally use it better than my mama, I have to say, for example. So <laughs> what, yeah, so what sisters, mistakes you know, to yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. No, I was just saying, um sometimes my nephew borrows his mum's phone, my sister's phone, and she has to sometimes delete conversations that her and I Oh because <laughs> <laughs> there might be words in there that Ralph, my nephew shouldn't say yeah. I shouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we, we have to see that's an opportunity for a business there like something where you can do some my kid got my phone mode and you hide certain stuff yes yeah that'll be useful, honestly. yeah that'll be cool if somebody is listening make that happen 
<laughs> so yeah, now that we've touched on drivers' mistakes, like what what do you feel are the mistakes that that entrepreneurs make most often when when it comes to their brand online? Planning is a big one. People will talk about uh, starting a business and they will launch straight into it without really mm. thinking it through. And and then thinking about branding, people think, oh, I just need a logo. Mm. So often have I heard, oh, branding, yes, I must get a logo. <laughs> it's like trying to <laughs> explain to people what branding is as opposed to, you know, it's not just the piece of graphic design. It's about <laughs> how you talk, how you portray yourself, what, what images you use, the language you use. Yeah, that's quite challenging. And I have met people who just, yeah, will never actually understand what branding is. They know that they've mm. got to do it and it should be part of their business, but they don't really understand how it, how it works. So taking them through a step-by-step process is, is, yeah, what I've had to do in a couple of cases, people. But, and you still sort of go back and you look at their website and go, why have you not? your logo on there and why have you <laughs> used those that picture it's just blurred <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yeah I, I, yeah I know that feeling I know that feeling I used to have an IT agency before I kind of focused um, oh, okay. on, on naming and domains and actually working primarily with um, UK based businesses and I, I totally I, I, I have to say like it was fun but I don't miss it. <laughs> it, was, <Yeah. laughs> it, it was, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm hoping it's better now because back then, like it went from trying to convince people they need a website at all. And I'm on the yellow pages. I don't need a website. And um, oh, gosh, then, yes. yeah. And then after we jumped off, okay, you actually do need a website. It, it was so such a battle to convince people their website, it's not for them. And it's like, yes. if I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to, and, and I've had even, I've had cases where like, I, I would, I, I wouldn't argue obviously, but like, I would tell, I would just disagree with people and say, okay, I'm not doing that. It's just find somebody else to do it. Mm-hmm. And then they'll go find somebody else to do it on the cheap and do what they listen and it won't work. And they come back and say, well, can you help me now? I don't have any budget list. It's like, yes. okay. Yes. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Just listen to me in the first place. <laughs> You'd have spent less money as well. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And to an extent, I have to say that happens as well now with domain names where, but like you said, it's it's a matter of planning and taking the time to learn. And like you, you don't yes. go to the doctor and tell them, you know, how to do their job, thank God, because that would you know, be the disaster. <laughs> but like you go to somebody to, you know, ask them about like, in your case, you know, how to do your social media, how to do your SEO, how to do your marketing, or, you know, you come to me talking about what's the best domain for my business. And, and you go, yeah, but I like this. And I'm okay with that. And it's like, well, <laughs> Yes. How can I help you? (laughs) I had a client last year who was very much set on particular words for her Mm. name and they didn't explain her. It didn't didn't really explain or communicate what her business was about. So Mm. they were just words that she liked and her business was something completely different. So, you know, from kitchen design to 
um, mm. which was one of the things she was doing. And it was just, I can't remember now the exact name of her, her company, but yes, it was, it was just didn't hold together. And mm. that's really difficult sometimes because you can, you can see people making these mistakes and you're trying mm. to tell them that they shouldn't. But when they're really wedded to something and they believe in it so much that, yeah, mm. it's hard to, to change their minds there's that saying but, you you can take things away from people by force but you can't give them something by force and it's mm. unfortunately i guess it's just if some people have to learn and walk their own walk and and they'll buy yes. it their own and, you know you can only help people so much and ed educate them as much as possible mm. and they either will be willing and open learning it or you know They will look elsewhere or the penny might drop six months later. So, mm. you know, it's, it is different for all people. On differences, you coach people, um, entrepreneurs, and how to use different social media for, for their brands. Tell me a little bit about mm -hmm. like how to choose the right social media or should you be on all of them? And, and also, do you have a preference and why? Okay. So, I mean, every, every business should be on social media of some sort they should be at least mm. on at least one platform and it still surprises me that there are a lot of and most a lot of small businesses still haven't got that far they're still mm. i think there's a bit of a fear of social media especially if a business owner is is more mature about actually mm. taking that step so my advice is to pick one or two platforms um and not try and be across all of the platforms because it's just too much and you'll, mm. you'll you won't do anything very well you'll just spread yourself too thin so it depends on your audience um so if you know your audience really well and you think you know for a certain demographic and it might be that instagram is the right demographic you know that fits then i would say that's you know go with instagram if they're talking to younger children um Then you're probably talking, you know, TikTok, although even, old, you know, that's become now quite popular with an older generation too. And Facebook are probably for people 45 and over. So you sort of, but you have to remember that your audience is always evolving. So you need mm. to, you need a pipeline. So if you are using just Facebook, where are you going to get your new clients from? So as people move mm. off Facebook, so can you bring them up through Instagram? So what's the best way of doing it? So yes, I, I encourage my clients to be on a couple of platforms, but not to yeah commit too much. And I think again, it's about posting content that your audience would love to see, not what mm. you personally like. You see a lot of this on the social channels, you mm. know. So people trying to promote their business, but they're actually just putting content out there that they like. And that again comes down to really knowing your audience <laughs> and being able to plan. So yes, I think it's really important to think about it carefully. I I I love Instagram and that's but that's something that, you know, this time last year I was quite new to Instagram and I'd had a couple of personal pages, but I haven't really done a lot. But yes, in the last year I've really yeah, understood it and yeah, I, I I love communicating on it now and I love sharing my story, my brand and how I can help other people. So it's a really good way for doing that. I was just going to say it's important not, again, not to overcommit. People say, mm. oh, you must post every day. You don't have to. You just have to be consistent in what you mm. do. So if you're going to post three times a week, that's fine. Post three times a week, but do it 
you know, Monday, Wednesday and Friday at the same time mm-hmm. and then do the engagement. People hate engagement. They <laughs> really hate <laughs> engagement. <laughs> but yes, so people will like to post, but then they don't want to comment on other people's posts or mm-hmm. reply to the comments on theirs, which is a shame. So there's a lot of a bit of education to be done around that. Yeah, I mean that, that's what I'm sorry I was going to ask you because I immediately when you said um, Instagram for my business and and I'm like hold on a minute you are doing you know it's pretty serious business you're not like you know taking pictures of your breakfast and putting them out there and that's kind of the image I have of Instagram how <laughs> like nobody does business on Instagram and so that's not true. No, I mean there are I don't know exactly how many sixty billion people on Instagram. I mean, there are so many businesses on Instagram. There are so many people doing what I'm doing on Instagram Mm. and selling, you know, high ticket courses and workshops. Um, So yes, it's, it's much more, I mean, a lot of my content is probably educational in terms of Mm. teaching people how to use Instagram, but through that, then I get people who are interested and, you know, you have conversations in stories and direct messaging so it's pretty all it can be all consuming instagram mm. but it, you can you can make sales through it it's another channel i have a website as well but i don't i don't do as much through my website as i should and that's something i need to change so i'm sort of starting my planning for next year now and looking <laughs> at that so yes there's a lot yeah, of, I, I mean, had... if you think of all the, if you look at all the major businesses, you'll find they have an Instagram page. Oh yeah, I mean, just go Absolutely. to their websites and you'll see Instagram. Yeah. No, I, I thought for some reason, like in my head, it was always about the obvious, you know, people sharing their life and their breakfast, and also for more. I, I was thinking like it's more for visual brands, brands that are selling some sort of product that that can work with with that visually. So in my head, at least, like if you're a consultancy business, how do you make that visual and how is that, do you make that relevant to that audience who has come there for visual stuff? So, I mean, there are, there are so many categories on Instagram. So there are different, you can have a personal profile, have a business profile or a creator profile. So I have a creator profile, which allows me to do, well, to be quite flexible so that I can, you know, I can talk, I can talk about, you know, I can talk about my client's reviews. I can um, put an interview up with a client or I can actually give a, do a short video, which will give somebody tips about how, how they should use mm-hmm. smart goals. So yeah, it's, it's varied. And there are still people who share their breakfast and, mm-hmm. you know, you've always got the people who like the glamour side of it, posing in their fashion and, so there's a lot. There's still a lot of that, but I think because it's so big, um, I don't. I don't get much of that in my feed at all. And again, Instagram have changed the way their feeds work. So you don't just have the one um, feed anymore. You've got three. You can select to look at the people you're following. You can mm-hmm. select to look at your favourites. So they will be your three sort of key people. You're allowed fifty of those um, that you communicate with. And then there is the other feed, which is just the one that you see when you go straight in. But yes, it's ch- it's changed a lot in the last mm. two years, um, massive changes, and it's still mm. changing. <laughs> <laughs> so it keeps us yeah. on our toes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That that's something. I mean, it's. Uh, I'm not even going to go into Twitter and the rest of it. <laughs> so, oh no. <laughs> Definitely something. Uh, I, I think I 
posted something recently on that, which is where where I see domains coming. Um, so because it's been like literally domain names have been there for as long pretty much as the internet it has been there and i found it very funny when nfts came around and everybody's like wow look at that amazing thing it's unique and you can only have one of them and it's on the internet and you can have it and i was like yes yeah domain names <laughs> it's unique it's on the internet and you can have it <laughs> And not only that, but like you can do stuff with it. Like it's literally not to it's mention that nowadays. As well. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. And I, I think there are obviously there are brands that get that really right and have been like Nike always comes to mind where like we, we talk about different social media and, and I've I've always seen that as like the wonderful and great ways to reach out to whatever audience. And there's so many of them, you know, obviously the most popular and then there are different levels of more niche networks where there's just no other way that's more effective to reach out to people and to have that live conversation connection with them. But aim should always be to to bring them to you, to your website, to your mailing list, where you can then have that one-on-one conversation and connection with them that is not dependent on those changes that we just mentioned. Because this is there's so many stories of businesses that literally like went you know out of business or really struggled for some time because of a change of change of algorithm or you know they were banned from whatever yes. and it on it i mean instagram last week went down and people's accounts got blocked and people lost thousands of followers and there's been oh, wow. no real explanation as to why that happened really? but you know it make, makes you really sit up and think mm. well what's my backup plan you know, yeah. if this happens again and my account is blocked, for example, am I going to reach my customers, and my potential mm. audience? So you do have to think, I mean, it get, that's really where it comes down to the basics of marketing haven't really changed. You still have to have your, your lead magnets, you have to have your funnels, you know, mm. you, it's just done in a different way. So yes, so on my, my Instagram, I have free downloads and obviously mm. I get the email address for that. I communicate with people in direct through direct messaging. So I get their contact details from there. But it is, you know, you've got to have a system in place for doing that. So it's not really, you just need to make sure you've got a proper method in place and you mm. make sure that you collect that data. And then obviously you've got to, when you are talking to people using that data, you've got to remember the legal requirements mm. around it as well um, which i think is hard for some people and can be very and different that, across the world exactly yeah i was going to say that that also varies from from country to country where where do you see social media in the future how do you see it evolve i think it will always be there but i think there might be i think there will be new products coming online i think some of the old ones that I mean, Twitter is is a good example to talk about right now <laughs> um, because I wouldn't want to be working at Twitter, but, you know, there's a lot of redundancies happening there. And if they can't change the platform quickly enough, they've already driven away a lot of users. And mm. if they can't change it and into something that's really going to give value to people, then I can see it dying. And it's interesting because... You know, I'm from the UK and I used to use Twitter all the time. It was just mm. one way of yeah, communicating with everybody. It came to New Zealand and nobody uses it really. It's oh, really? Yeah, very very few number of people 
Yeah, oh. it, uh, that really astounded me. Um, so yes, I think they're going to have to you know come up with some some new generation of Twitter that's that's going to mm. be that's going to work for people who want quick answers. And you know, as Instagram has, you know, they've evolved with video, so they they almost become the new TikTok. And it's quite interesting that you know they've moved quite quickly, but things still don't work. Hundred percent. So there are still glitches, and you know, unless they get those fit, people are just going to walk off elsewhere. And there is a—I can't remember what it's called now—a competitor to Twitter. They've just set up fairly recently, and it's it's very um, user-generated social media mm. channels, and that seems to be quite yeah, is taking off quite well. Where's the right? But I think um, user-generated content as well. A lot of brands now are realizing that they come across as a brand and so what they want is they actually want their clients their customers their audience to be talking about them from their perspective mm-hmm. um so there's there's a lot of in the social media space there's a lot of businesses um trying to get and they'll pay pay good money for it for people who are sort of influential and um, to talk mm-hmm. about their business and to use their products and you know to promote it on their their channel yeah i, I saw the hootsuite report uh on trends for social media i saw it yesterday and there was a lot on that there was a lot on influencers and um how even smaller brands can now sort of utilize those for for their marketing and and even afford them because there's such a range of people mm. online that can benefit from that as well that it makes it really like it's not you don't need a huge budget to be able to do some influencer marketing no well that's it and again for you know, with social media, full stop, you don't need thousands of followers to be able to make money. It's, mm. you know, it's having it's having the right kind of follower and making sure that you do that engagement and you keep that, you know, you build the relationship. That's something that oftentimes comes up in this podcast, which I guess it just highlights how true it is that just like running after the numbers or have gazillion followers means nothing if if those are not your real audience. Those are just people that you lured into somehow to, you know, click like or whatever, but they don't care about your brand. So, you know, it doesn't really matter. Yes. And it's like, I I did a post about this a couple of days ago, Um, people who buy followers, people still do that. It's really weird. You know, you buy 10,000 followers, but then you put a post on and you have two likes. It's like, Mm -hmm. makes, doesn't quite match up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wonderful. Um, Well, last questions i guess what is next for you you mentioned quite a few things that you said i'm gonna do that next year so yeah what's what's next what's exciting yes so i'm i'm building created some courses which will be about developing your instagram profile and brand and so i'll be launching those in january i'm sort of going i'm beta testing them at the moment and people are lucky enough to have a a free workshop (laughs) (laughs) but yes so that's going to be big for me, and I'm putting a lot of energy into that. I've got to create the content for the course, but also the promotional material, the mm-hmm. landing pages, and the emails that need to go out. And I've been setting up my making sure that I've got Calendly in place and all that, um, so that that works. So that's going to take probably. Well, that's going to be my Christmas. I'm doing that, and then I want to move out. I want to connect locally more locally with small businesses but also social enterprises 
um, NGOs who, who just don't have the experience and they don't have the time or the money um, to be able, you know, and I want to be able to sort of teach them some of the things that I know. And so that's what I'm hoping that's, that will be the second half of the year. So, yes, yeah, that's where I'm heading. So, yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> Challenging sometimes, but, yeah, enjoyable. Wonderful. Last question. Where can people reach you? Oh, okay. Um, so if you just Google uh, askcatherine.nz or askcatherine.uk or <laughs> any mm-hmm. country you want to put at the end of it, um, you can find my Instagram page um, or my website will come up. But yes, I'd, I'd love people to get in touch. And, you know, I'm very happy if you've got questions, you know, from today or questions about your your brand or your you know, you're thinking of going into social media, but you're not sure where to start. I'd, I'd love to have a chat with you. Well, thank you. It's It's been an absolute pleasure. And I'm sure there's, there's a lot of insights that will be useful for our listeners. No, well, thank you very much for having me on. And it's been lovely to meet you too. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Smart Branding Podcast. Feel free to visit smartbranding.com for more information and reach out if you have any suggestions, questions, ideas, or just want to learn more about how a good domain name strategy can help you build a strong and successful brand. See you next time.